Welcome to Sightly's Breaking Through the Mayhem podcast, marketing in a time of constantly shifting risk and opportunity. This is going to be the first episode of all time. And we have the amazing guest, Jason Lee from Horizon Media. Before we jump in, I'm your host, Adam Katz, and we're live here at the Brand Safety Summit for our first ever experience. Jason, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? I know I know you for five years, but a lot of people here don't know you. Well, thanks, Adam. I think first, I just need to say thank you and congratulations on your first ever podcast. I know oh, this, thanks, is, this is one that for you and Sightly, many have talked about for quite some time. So Congrats, and I feel honored being your first guest on the first episode ever. So thank, I appreciate thank you, that. Thank you very much. We've come a long way. Yes, yes. Um, so so my, my role is a, is a newer one. Um, let me give a, a quick background of, of who I am and, and what I'm doing um, here at this conference and I think throughout this industry. So I'm the EVP of Brand Safety and Consumer Advocacy at Horizon Media. Uh, throughout the years, we've obviously, as an industry, talked a lot about brand safety. How do we... How do we provide guidance, strategic oversight, and really help our clients and brands to maneuver within this, this um, culture of increased information, um, fragmentation of media, consumers getting information from multiple sources, and how do we help brands break through that to really understand where they should be, what they should be saying, what these messages are, and really how to, how to move their businesses forward in a way that is responsible, respectful, um, and really puts the consumer um, mindset in, in mind and really help protect consumers and brands alike. So this role was created to really be a strategic guidance for clients um, in, in that regard. Wow, that's a lot, right? So you feeling comfortable in the new role already or what? Absolutely, absolutely. It's interesting. The role is new, but this is, this is not new to, to us in the industry, <laughs> society. Uh, I, I think we all have recognized that there's been a, a sizable shift in, in how we consume information, media, um, the, uh, the, 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 we talked a lot about zeitgeist historically and, and zeitgeists are multiplying and, and there seems to be a different trajectory for different political beliefs and different opinions. Um, and the world has become much more complex, right? So we've dealt with this. We just haven't had a focused effort uh, often in the industry and on the agency side and clients alike that really is dedicated to help clients in this regard. Given the trajectory and then the, the increase of that, that complexity, there's really a need for that. So we've all done it. We just, we're leaning in and we're really focusing more on that and putting the resources behind it to really, uh, really prioritize that. I love that. In terms of like, what, what do you consider utopia for a brand to navigate today's speed of culture and the tendency for people to align around their own positions and quickly pass their own judgments? Sure. I, I think first, I think we need to talk through I should say, brands are thinking through whether they should actually be a part of that conversation. Historically, it's been a question. Should you or could you lean in and be a part of that conversation? If there's something that's happening, happening in the world, do you lean in and, and respond to that? Do you pull back? Do you change your creative messaging? That decision for clients and brands historically is now shifting, I think. 
Um, no longer is it a decision, but it's almost an obligation. It's, it's, it's clients are pulling you in uh, as, as the world is changing. Uh, sometimes consumers are pulling you in. You talk about the, the rapid world of social media, and it's, it's not out of the world, not landish for a, a, a consumer to make a statement about a brand. And at that point, you say you can't ignore it in many cases. So you have to make the decision of should I respond, should I lean in? And it's, it's more and more difficult for clients to actually say, I'm going to remain quiet. Yeah, I mean, listen, you touch on a lot of really, really good points. But I think a big question I would ask you then is, how would your organization go around having those conversations today with brands to figure out the go-to-market strategy? Where, where do you start? How do you dig deep into those type of conversations to make sure that you understand the stance of a brand to be able to react in today's world? That is a fantastic question, honestly. Uh, many brands don't even have the answer to that. So I think for we as an agency, what we're, what we're doing is taking a step back with clients and really trying to better understand them and have them better understand themselves. So a little bit of uh, self-awareness, really prioritizing uh, in terms of what are your brand pillars, what are your corporate ethos, uh, what is your level of uh, risk or risk adversity overall, what are your priorities as an organization. Um, many times we talk through um, brand houses and, and what the brand stands for and revenue goals, but there isn't always that prioritization of cultural moments or, or how do you feel about political beliefs? Do you want to have an opinion? Do you want to remain neutral? Clients don't always know that. And quite frankly, even the, the, the subjective gets caught up with the objective in many cases. And you might have a, a CMO with a certain opinion, right? And that, that might counter that of the brand overall or of your, your priority you know, customer base that's driving the highest LTV you might you know, completely disagree with that CMO. And so <laughs> where, where, where does the, the penny fall in terms of what should you do? So to answer your question more squarely, Really, step one is having an audit and having a, a frank conversation with clients to say, what is most important to you in your business? What makes that your business move forward? What is your consumer base? Where, where do you draw the line? And if X, Y, Z were to happen, how do you react? What do we do? And so really determining on that continuum exactly where your priorities lie and where, where, uh, <laughs> where you might want to act, right? It's no, it's no, lo it's no longer... You know, we, we have a brand and we have a, um, you know, a, we have a brand and we have um, um, a, a, a goal with this campaign. It, it, the world is, is bifurcated in such a way where you need to actually lean in and, and determine um, what's most important for you. I agree. And, you know, to make those decisions, obviously, I think we could all agree we don't have all the information yet to do this perfectly. Absolutely. But I think we're all yearning to get more and more information to do this better. What information do you feel like you're not getting today that would help you make better decisions for your brands? That's another good question. I was, I was going to say that what helps us make the best decisions as best as we can is, is data, information, understanding what's out there um, in the trades, social media, um, what others in the industry or consumers are like are talking through, and, and really having a better understanding of conversations, themes, trends that are surfacing to the top. Um, clearly, none of us in the world have a crystal ball, but I think leveraging the data that we have, everything I just mentioned, plus consumer sentiment, social conversation, et cetera, is really the best tool we have to best understand this. Some of that's available now, some of it's not, right? I think what we're trying to do is be less reactive. So don't wait for a situation to occur and be reactive and take that data and say, what should we do? How do we make a decision? We're trying to anticipate these and try to, to leverage information, understand what like that, that groundswell might be 
what are the themes and topics that are increasing and try to get ahead of it, try to get responses and, and proactively. And what do you do, Jason, in that situation, in your mind, if, if you make a mistake? Make a mis yeah, like no, we don't, we don't make, make mistakes. Obvious, listen, I know Horizon Media is the best <laughs> of the best, but what, what right. do you, how do you reverse course if a mistake is made? Yeah. And don't you agree that if the mistake's made but it sticks to your brand from an authentic and a consistent place, it could actually sometimes help you be a winner? Yeah, which no, is so, which is, entirely. It's like a strange concept. No, right? absolutely. But it absolutely. Could, could turn into a win. Yeah, and, and I kid. I think. Um, you have to make mistakes and you will. You have to be accepting that you, we, nobody can predict the future and nobody does everything perfect. And we're, we're operating in a world that's not just complicated and becoming more increasingly complex, right? It's like this, this, this vortex of information <laughs> that, and that with, on a trajectory that's just like, it's, it's not stopping, right? It's, it's been going on for years and years. So the, the key here is to be flexible and nimble. Understand what your priorities are, what your, your pride of, prepare as best you can, have your best, you know, foundational go to action strategy, um, uh, understand your process, who are you pulling in, what are the data you're using, what are what are your, you know, five different options in terms of how you respond or don't respond, and move forward with that. And what, what would you say, you know, maybe, maybe a good way to close, close this out as a discussion around, you know, a lot of people talk a lot about obviously R ROI right? Driving leads and sales sure. versus driving awareness. And we, we still talk about the funnel in an old school way. In my, and in my personal opinion, I think that needs to obviously go away. And when you're looking at authenticity and consistency in today's world, it's going to take time to show, to show people you're being meaningful, you care about them and where you're going. So what do you do when a brand's coming to you right now and they're saying, listen, I'm not driving the sales I want. And you're looking at them and you're going, but you're driving the, the thing you actually want, and that will come right. over time. Right. How do you start to balance that conversation? It's tough. We're, we as an industry are at the relatively nascent stages of doing that. Um, what we will need to consider is that no longer is it about, can it only be about dollars and cents? But there's you know, what I would call maybe a cultural or a social currency that we need to consider as well, right? You could have a brand, and we've seen this, you could have a brand that is, is doing incredibly well, the wrong thing is said or done, and immediately cancel culture, people pull back. And even if it's not widely seen and it's you know all over social media, you can see revenue dip because people would rather go with brand X versus brand Y because they don't believe in the way that that brand had actually done something. And I think one of the challenges is, me, you and I have had this conversation in the past, is we talk about like the definition of safety, suitability, obviously our platform centered around the concept of mentality. I think ultimately the biggest challenge for all of us is like none of, they're all the definitions are different to, to pretty much everybody. Do you think it would be helpful if your clients and you had strict definitions that you both agreed upon, Yeah. right? And kind of got to a place where you guys were comfortable with those definitions? Yeah, I think it's two things. The word definition, we have to define the word definition here. That's, this, this is the complexity we're talking about. It's what's important is have a foundation, a process, a structure from which to make those decisions. The decisions themselves uh, need to ladder up and be customized for an individual brand's needs, right? What are their priorities? Where, you know, where do they lean? What does this look like? Um, so, so the definition, like, it, it is that. You need that structure to, to work with um, and then customize that for clients overall and then stick with it. Like, like there's, a, there's a big part of it where we can't be, we, 
a brand, an agency, an industry, you can't be flip-flopping. You need to understand the potential, the trajectory, the way that things could go, good or bad. Be, be able to pivot, but really understand that, that you're going to take a stand and lean in or not and um, re really understand what, what your, your corporate ethos are and stand behind it. So that. I'm going to put you on the spot for a second. Sure. One that we, we have not discussed over time. Who would you, who would you say, I'm going to give you three things. Who would you say is a great brand doing this? Who would you say is a great person doing this? And who would you say, what would you say you've made a decision yourself in your life because of something like this? That is an incredibly difficult question. Well, take it as you weigh. Oh, my Lord. Um, I, I don't know, to be honest with you. Um, I, I hate to take the, the escape from this. I don't, <laughs> I don't, no brands come to mind that are doing this perfectly. But again, in the spirit of failure, that's a tough word, but being able to take some failures, learn from it, and grow and improve in the future, some brands are learning to do that better than others, right? Um, even if we look at you know, Kanye and, uh, and Adidas and what more recently happened. How slow they moved to move out of how it. How slow they moved to move out of it. The, the lack of decision or the seemingly the perception of a lack of decision. One could, one could argue that that eroded the brand health of Adidas day by day, hour by hour. Without working at Adidas, working with them directly, you, you got to believe that they learned something from this, and that they're going to evolve their process, their decision process, their strategic, you know, partnerships or you know, what have you in the future. Because absolutely, they start looking at the data, they see that, right? Oh, I would say for sure. But and what about in your in your day to day? Have you made a decision based on your mentality with, with one of our brands, or in my day to day, or for yourself? Um, I have. My, me, myself, personally, yeah. I don't know if I necessarily believe in cancel culture and the way that, do I, I. That, that I work with, you know, brands or the way that, that, that I, I, you know, make purchase decisions or what have you. But I do pay attention to what, what brands do, how they respond, how they show up in the world. Just like you, you, meet, a, you meet a human being, you have an <laughs> interview, you, you go on a date. You, you understand who that person is, what their energy is, what their background is and you know what their vision is for the future. Brands are the same, it's all about relationships. And the relationship that we have with the clothes we wear, where we eat, what we shop, what we tag on our Instagram posts, um, there's brand pride. And that's a, that's a representation of us as, as consumers. For, for some and for some brands and some people, that's closer than others, right? The way that, that, we, that we associate with those brands. But regardless, even if it's subconscious or inherent, you're, that's a representation of you. So it's important that we understand what our brands stand for and how we go forward. So every day I'm making decisions, I think not always consciously, like where did I get my breakfast sandwich this morning? I'm thinking, <laughs> thinking, well, what did they post last week? You know, I'm not thinking that, but, but it's a representation and you, 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 you want to be in good company. One of the points you're making and we'll close out our uh, first breaking through the mayhem podcast with this amazing guest, Jason Lee. I think what you're hearing today is that ultimately, you know, listen, like you don't make decisions consciously on every single move that you make, but the size of the moment, the amount of volume that happens from the moment and how fast it picks up is ultimately right. a lot of what we're discussing today. And the ability to, to bifurcate your risk and opportunity becomes pretty clear. So I think you've given unbelievable information um, and I want to thank you for joining me. Absolutely. Thanks, Adam. And, and thank you. Thank you all. I think as we talk through and we all partner in the future, it's, uh, it's, it's incredibly important to make sure that we have the right information 
and that we're all, there's a collaboration, right? To be able to kind of work together as an industry, as partners to prepare as best as we can in this world. You the man. So thank you so much. Hi, I'm Joe, one of the producers for Sightly's Breaking Through the Mayhem podcast. We want to thank you so much for listening to the show. If you want to learn more about the guests we had on today, we included additional information about them in the show notes. Finally, if you'd like to be on the podcast, or if you know someone that would make a great fit, you can fill out the form at sightly.com forward slash podcast. We hope you have a great day.